0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Talk. Hi, I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, January 16th. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, just got a quick little announcement I wanted to make before we jump right into the show tonight. But, of course, if you have questions or comments about tonight's show, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. Quickly, I just wanted to let you guys know that for those of you who are interested in NAHA, which is the North American Hairstyling Awards, just wanted to let you know that that has been moved to April 3rd. Again, NAHA has been moved to April 3rd because of the um, the spike in COVID numbers and the concerns there. They have moved NAHA to April 3rd. So. Please make a note of that for those of you who are interested in the North American Hairstyling Awards. And now I'm going to turn it over to Denise really quickly. And we can get this thing started. Good evening, good evening, and thank you all for joining us again tonight for Beauty Talk. Um, I just have some uh, quick beauty news. Um, The Makeup Artist and Hairstylist uh, Guild Award. 2022 nominees have been announced um, in the Makeup uh, Makeup Arts and Hairstyles Guild Awards is through IAC Local 706, uh, the makeup union out in uh, Los Angeles. And they have announced their nominations for the ninth annual uh, Makeup Arts Hairstylist Guild Awards. Um, The Makeup Arts Hairstylist Awards represent a spectrum of outstanding achievements in makeup and hairstyling. Um, in motion pictures, television, commercials, and live theater. Uh, winners will be honored at the um, Makeup Artists and Hairstylists Award Gala, uh, returning to a live in-person ceremony uh, with an online global broadcast as well at the Beverly Hilton Hotel on Saturday, February 19th. Um, this is going to be, it's, it's quite a long list of, um, of nominees, so I will not, name the actual uh, makeup artist and hairstylist i would just name uh, um, the categories and uh, the the television shows or the movies that are in the categories because it is a little long so for feature-length motion picture best contemporary makeup the nominees are black widow coming to america don't look up no time to die and the suicide squad uh, feature-length length motion picture for Best Period and or Character Makeup. We have Being the Ricardos, uh, Cruella, Dune, House of Gucci, and The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Okay, feature-length motion picture, Best Special Makeup Effects, Coming to America, Dune, House of Gucci, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and The Suicide Squad. Television series, limited miniseries, or new media series, Best Contemporary Makeup, America Horror Story, Emily and Paris, Mayor of Easttown. Uh, I do have to mention uh, the names of these makeup artists because they're friends of ours. Uh, Mayor of Easttown, Debbie Young, uh, Gazi Olandu Young, Sandra Lynn, and Rachel Geary. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. And WandaVision. Okay, television series, limited miniseries, or new media series. Best period and/or character makeup. Halston. Impeachment. American Crime Story. Pose. This Is Us. And WandaVision. Okay, television series, limited miniseries, or new media series. Best special makeup effects. American Horror Story. Impeachment. Star Trek, Faulkner, The Witcher, and This Is Us. Okay, television special, one hour or more live series or movie for TV. Best Contemporary Makeup, Dancing with the Stars, Legendary, Fontaine, Muppets Haunted Mansion, Saturday Night Live, and The Voice. Television special, one hour or more live series or or movie for TV. Best period and or character makeup. Legendary, Oslo, Robin Roberts presents Mahalia, Saturday Night Live, and We're Here. Television special, one hour or more live series or movie for TV. Best special makeup effects, Dancing with the Stars, Fear Street Part 3. Legendary, and Saturday Night Live. Daytime Television, Best Makeup, The Bold and the Beautiful, The Kelly Clarkson Show, The Young and the Restless. Children and Teen Television Programming, Best Makeup, Danger Force, Family Reunion, Head of the Class, Sesame Street, and The Babysitter's Club. Commercials and Music Videos, Best Makeup, American Horror Story, Edgar Scissorhands, Cadillac Super Bowl, Pink, All I Know So Far, Rapunzel, Doesn't Need a Prince, and Star Wars Galactic, Star Cruiser Hotel. Theatrical Productions, Live Stage, Best Makeup, Cinderella, Horror Camp, A Musical Massacre, and Il Trovatore. So again, at the live event, Emmy and... Oscar Award-winning makeup artist Michelle Burke, who's best known for her work on the Mission Impossible and Austin Powers series, and Joy Zapata, Emmy-winning hairstylist known for her work on A Star is Born, Wonder Woman 1984, and Star Trek Nemesis will receive the 2022 Makeup and Hairstyling Guild Award Lifetime Achievement Award for makeup and hairstyling, respectively. The Vanguard Award will be presented to makeup artist Christina Smith for her more than 40 years of iconic work um, in the industry. For details and more information on uh, attending the awards, you can go to local706.org. Again, local706.org. When did you say? And uh, for those of you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just asking. When did you say the actual awards will be? Saturday, February 19th. Gotcha. Yeah, and for those of you who are interested, um, you can stick around after um, tonight's uh, show, and you can join us on Twitter Spaces, where we will be doing a recap of the show and just having a little bit of beauty conversation, beauty chat, beauty talk. And, again, that's Twitter Spaces, and you can follow us on Twitter. we beauty underscore talk. Again, beauty underscore talk. All right. Thank you so much for that. We um have a wonderful guest for you guys tonight and I'm gonna bring her on. Her name is Singrid Thompson. I'm gonna have her come on and introduce herself. Hi, Singrid. Hello. Hello, how's everyone doing tonight? We are wonderful. How are you? I'm awesome.
0: I am awesome. No complaints at all. <laughs>
1: Good. Did you get snow in your areas?
0: No. Thank God we did not. It was cold, though. It's real cold. So, But it rained, but we didn't get any type of um, or
1: that winter mix, so I was glad about that. <clears throat> yeah. It's hard getting out in it, but I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was really looking for the snow. Well, <laughs> it's really I, we difficult. had it a
0: couple of weeks ago, and I was like, uh, okay, I'm done. <clears throat>
1: Oh, Oh, I just missed it. I'm sorry. Um, Again, welcome to the show, Singer. You are a makeup artist and esthetician, and I just want you to introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us a little bit about how you got started um, in beauty.
0: Okay. Um, again, my name is Singer Thompson. I am a licensed esthetician makeup artist um, from Alabama. Yay. And I've uh, <laughs> been in makeup for um, uh, almost 10 years. Um, and after being in makeup for like two years, I realized, I was like, you know, it's a lot of women who in my area that were um, more concerned about, the covering up skin issues versus taking care of their skin issues. So that's why I decided mm-hmm. to go and get my aesthetics license or my license in aesthetics and um start my own spa. Again in my area is not it's more of a college town so we don't have a lot of people who well we didn't at the time when I started back. We didn't have a lot of black estheticians or people who mm-hmm. actually took time to show us how to take care of ourselves and self care and things like that. So I was kinda of forced to open my own spa because there was no places hiring black estheticians. So um wow. when I started out yeah, so I started out my friend worked at a salon, so I started out and it was a, a predominantly white salon. So I went in as a black esthetician there and had to really create my own um, way because, again, there was nobody hiring black estheticians. And at the time, like more recently within the last maybe two, three years, we've had an influx of black estheticians here in my area, but before there were hardly any. So, you know, I didn't have a blueprint. I didn't have anywhere where I could go and actually train up under somebody. So um, the salon that I was working at actually flooded. My room was the only one that flooded So, like, totally flooded it out. So I had to go back home. And in between time, I was working uh, for 911. I was a 911 operator or dispatcher. So um, I ended up getting sick and couldn't go back to work. So I was kind of forced into my destiny. Um, God allowed things to happen. So the weapons formed, Mm -hmm. they didn't prosper. So they, you know, I was forced into um, creating my own lane in aesthetics in Telfaloosa. and so it just flourished mm-hmm. from me being a makeup artist, transitioning into a licensed esthetician, transitioning into uh, the I mean, the number one black owned spot in Telfaloosa and just continuing from there. Um, and from that, I started, you know, my own product line. Um, started with body butter, and now we have a full line um that I actually make myself in saw um and so yeah it's just been it's been a whirlwind of different things that have come, but um all in all, I'm now you know running a successful business. I have a clientele that is amazing, um a few people that work up under me, and so yeah, we're here now,
1: wow, so nice let's. Nice. Let's go back to when you were at the salon. Um, in the salon, working as an esthetician, did you have did you have a lot of black clientele there, or or was it just the clients who came in for, to get their hair done?
0: So that was the thing. I literally had to go in and build a uh, an aesthetics um, clientele and a way of introducing people to a black institution. So no, mm-hmm. I had maybe one or two clients that came from the spot, from the salon and then everybody else was honestly like people who I had done their um makeup for and they were coming to support me and then once they got in they saw, you know, oh wow, I really do need to take care of my skin. And so it started from Mm -hmm. people who were just trying to support me and then it ended up being like, okay, this is what I need to do. So I basically had to recruit my own clientele. Nice.
1: Nice. Now, how how easy or hard was it to, and I'm talking specifically to black people, about black people, because a lot of times, like you just said, there weren't any black uh, estheticians around um, how hard or easy was it to teach them about taking care of their skin? So, the the thing about um, where we live, so
0: Tuscaloosa is very it's a college town, right? So you don't have a lot of people. Um, we don't have a lot of events that people need to go to. It's really not a lot of things that are um, that attract people to want to do skincare. If that makes sense. So it was not really Mm -hmm. hard, so to speak, Um, once I got them in there. It was just trying to get them to think differently because the mindset was, I don't need that, I'm black. I mean, you know, I use Vaseline or I use, you know, and it was just like, no. And then it was the YouTube followers. They were following YouTube and doing everything on YouTube. And I'm like, no, that's not. So once I got the conversation started, it was pretty easy because I was more of a show and tell person and not just telling somebody mm-hmm. that they need to do something. Like I started with myself. So I started making sure I used to wear makeup a lot from working, you know, at the police department. So, you know, I kind of made myself presentable even though nobody saw me, but, you know, I would wear makeup every day. But when <laughs> I started doing skincare, I stopped wearing makeup so much so people can actually see how I was taking care of my skin. And that, more, that converted people more so than me telling them. When they saw me, right. they were like, oh, the skin is really pretty. What are you doing? So it was easier once the, I started the conversation um, and let them know that it's not a bad thing to invest in your skin. And, you know, and I'm a makeup artist at heart. I love makeup. That's my first love. But here in my area were so many people who were just ignorant to self-care, skin care, and skin health. So I was like making it my mission to make sure they understood take care of your skin first. Then you don't have to work so hard to do the makeup.
1: Right. Right. And what, what age groups of women were you were you um like first servicing?
0: When I first started, um, it was more so age group maybe between thirty and forty. Um, And now, Mm -hmm. because I'm a tender ripe age of 41, uh, (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) wrong. For whatever reason, people don't think I'm my age. So I get a lot of the younger crowd, so like the 25 and up, and then, you know, up to, and I know it's a broad age group, but I try to, especially my younger people, I try to get them before they start making the mistakes. With their Mm -hmm, mm hands. And then the older people, they're trying to correct stuff. So I'm like, you know, let's just start where we are and just move from there. So um, the ages that I deal with now pretty much are um, about 25 and up. And I do have a small group of of teenagers, of high school students that come to me. So it's not as broad as the other, but I do service um, a lot of um, college, not college. I
1: mm-hmm. So, I think, so you were saying that when when you first started, you were, like, the only, like, block, um, doing what you do. So, are there more there now in, in your area?
0: Um, It is yes and no. <laughs> and the reason why I say yes and mm-hmm. no is because I think people be small, but then I find out they're really not as small. Does that make sense?
1: hmm and so, um,
0: yeah, so it is pretty much not, it has grown. So I started out um, fully going like a full spa in 2017. So I'll let you know how long it has not been that long that a black-owned spa was created into a food, right? So since right. 2017, I think it's more like um, roughly about six or seven, six or seven. Oh wow! And I think I'm, I think I'm shooting it real high, but it's about six or seven now. Oh wow! And that's more yeah.
1: than I thought. Say what now? That's more than I thought you would say.
0: Yeah, and the reason why I say that, because so we're the only spa that does makeup. Um, we have a hairstylist in the salon too. I mean, the spa. I don't, I don't touch hair. But she's in she's in there, and she does hair. She does hair. Uh, we do makeup, facials, you know, skin care, waxing, and then the Yanni scene. So we're the only spa that offers all of those. We do not offer massage because of the credentials and the criteria of doing massage, but we don't offer massage. Mm-hmm. So we're the only one that does everything except for massage. The other ones just do either skin care or just yin theme or just makeup, you know. So we're the only one that still encompasses gotcha.
1: everything. Yeah, you're more full service. Oh, so so than basically, one or two. basically, so basically, I'm you're sorry. the only, only full service. You're pretty much the only full service spa. They're just kind of like salons offering yes. skincare services. Yes. Gotcha. 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 Well let's talk a little bit about um you said twenty seventeen. So twenty seventeen you, you, you're opening this the spa and you're working and then twenty twenty comes and COVID happens. How what did you do? How did you have to pivot and and, and make changes?
0: So um so it was crazy because I had just quit my job in twenty eighteen. Like I was Pretty much forced into quitting my job. I had been there like fourteen years. I was like, I ain't quit my job. Not quit my job. Well, the plan was different. I ain't got no choice. I had to quit. Um, and so when I quit, I actually did better during COVID than I did when I first started. And wow. So during COVID, yeah, it was a it was a blessing. I promise you, I have not missed a beat at all. I actually got so much increase during COVID that. Considering all the loss that people took, I, you know, I can't say that. My business flourished. Like, so many things worked out for my favor. Uh, a lot of people in my area resulted to self-care after the COVID, after we opened back up and was able to start taking, you know, servicing people. Um, a lot of people mm-hmm. started taking life a little more serious, and so they started taking care of them. And that grew, you know, my clientele grew. I was able to hire some more people. And so I actually voluntarily shut down for one month and still didn't miss a deal. Oh, wow. um, yeah, because we had people, it was crazy. We had people in our area who had COVID, who were still trying to get their hair did, still trying to get facials, and they, they were known to have COVID, trying to get their services done. And so I was like, you know what, I don't have time to play with y'all. Y'all go ahead and do that. You can ask somebody else to do it, but I'm going to sit down, <laughs> you know. So I sat down voluntarily. Um, I think it was like July, and then started back. And so financially okay, and growth-wise, Go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. Pause for one second. So, in the state of Alabama, the the state didn't shut you guys down. Yeah, we shut down.
0: Yeah, the oh yes, absolutely. They shut us down. But when we came, when they um, when we opened back up, when they allowed us to start back doing services, we had people who uh-huh. were actually known to have COVID trying to go get services. So okay, it was and crazy. That's so when you I, shut I volunteered. Down again. Yeah, I shut down again after we were able to go back to work. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I. Oh no, Alabama. No, ma'am. Alabama was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs>
1: no, don't, uh, uh-uh. uh, don't you go in there. No, ma'am. <laughs> so yeah, so at the time when you when you shut down when Alabama shut everybody down, what did you do?
0: So I actually um, focused more on trying to – I did a lot of virtual classes. I did – a lot of people were buying – I put together with my products, I was putting together at-home regimens um, and things like that. So I did a lot of virtual classes and consultations and just at home, like telling people how to really take care of their skin at home until they can get back to me. And so a lot – that took off. You know, my um, product, my online product sales, like, shot through the roof because people couldn't come in and get the services. So um, that's how mm-hmm. I dealt with, Not I actually still went, because we were still able to go to our, like, if you had a business, you couldn't do services, but you could still go to your business. So I still would go to my business um, as I would every day. I just wouldn't be over there all day. But I would go over there and work on things that I should have been working on, you know, like cleaning and doing back office stuff. So my downtime, I was still productive, just not doing face-to-face services or, you know, hands-on services.
1: Gotcha. So what were some of the things that you had to do different once you were able to go back in? Well, so
0: here's the thing. I'm a little and I'm a, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna admit to it, I'm a little special in O. C. D. when it comes down to anything. Um, so I we were already <laughs> doing things that they wanted us to do after COVID. Like we were still, mm-hmm. you know, we would make our clients wash their hands just in general. Then, you know, now we take our attempt but we still clean, you know, clean and it. In between that, so we really didn't do anything other than making sure, you know, if they are exhibiting symptoms, they not, you know, change their appointments, but they have to come in, you know, they wash their hands, we take their temperature. And what I tell people, my clients, if you come in, I I can tell if you're sick. When I touch you and look at you, you know, look in your eye, it's a difference, especially if you're a regular client. I can tell if you're sick. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, just be honest with me. And a lot of my clients have been, you know, for the majority, I would say 99 percent of my clients have been honest, but we really didn't have to do a lot of different things because, again, we were already cleaning, disinfecting, sanitizing, sterilizing things before COVID, just because I didn't want mm-hmm. to be a hub for cross-contamination anyway. So we really right. didn't have to change a lot when it came down to, you know, clean, cleaning and Um, disinfecting that that type of protocol. So the difference is now, and, you know, we kind of limit our activities. We used to do spa parties and things like that. We've limited that. We used to do a lot of um, on-site activities, but we've limited that, too. So those are some of the things that have changed. But uh, as far as protocol, we really didn't have to change or adapt to anything Mm -hmm. too new or foreign that, that was foreign to
1: us. Wow, that's good. And that's, that's kind of some of the things that we, we talk about when we talk about, you know, professionals um, in this beauty industry, how a lot of the things that they, the states have come up with, uh, we do makeup for uh, film and television, so a lot of the things that the unions have come up with are things that we should be doing every single day. So, like yeah. you're saying, it's much different. Maybe, like, you know, of course we've never around taking people's temperatures and things like that, but um other than that, everything else should be standard and normal. I like when you said we may, you know, our clients wash their hands anyway.
0: Yeah, like, and it's crazy because I was wearing masks. I'm telling y'all I'm crazy OCD in a good way though, but I was wearing masks <laughs> Like, for real, I was wearing masks before they mandated it because I had this thing. I'm like, I don't want my breath to be stinking, you know, and I'm in somebody's face. So I would wear the mask anyway, you know, and when I did waxes, I would just do it anyway because y'all be slinging wax everywhere. So (laughs) my wax room, I had to clean it all the time, but I slay wax. You know, and I, yeah, so I would wear my mask anyway. So when they came up with it, I was like, well, I already do that, you know, wearing my mask. And uh, the only difference now when I do services, I wear a shield on top of my mask. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's the only, that's the, another thing that I do differently is I wear a shield as well. Um, but yeah, the mask and stuff, I was already doing that because I just don't want to be in nobody's face. And they're like, oh, your breast ain't, no, I can't do that. So yeah,
1: I was wearing a mask anyway. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, it'd
1: just be too much. <laughs> yeah. Well let me ask you, so because you're saying this probably about a right around six or seven other um black owned spas in your area, they're not everybody's not doing what you're doing. Um but how are you? What are you doing to set yourself apart from not only the black-owned spas but the other spas as well?
0: Um. So <laughs> I am very
1: transparently
0: pro- uh, professional, if that makes sense. So the thing is, I treat everybody like they matter. It does not matter because I don't have just black clientele. I have an array of clientele. You know, I'm a black-owned spa, but I service black, white, Asian, Hispanic. I have a variety, you know, of clientele that comes in, and I treat everybody like it's all about them. One thing that sets us apart is when you come in, that's your appointment time. We don't, You don't have to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to worry if we're going to be there. Like, you come in, you do not have to wait for your appointment time. And so that's one thing that sets us apart because our clients, they even show up early. Even if they show up early, we're still able to get them. Um, And with me, I'm more about educating my client. I don't focus so much on upselling them on products that Mm -hmm. they don't need. I'm going to educate you and tell you, hey, you can get this, but you don't have to. And I'm very personable and uh, approachable. So my clients know if they have an issue, they can come and talk to me. A lot of people don't do that. They don't separate professional and personal. I'm a personable person, but I don't get too personal with them. You know, I I let them know that, you know, hey, I still have a life, and this is business, but, you know, you can see if you have an issue, come talk to me. And I do customized services. So a lot – when we when I went to school, they taught us how to do a certain protocol, right, I do protocol, but it's for that person, you know? And a lot of people, when they come to me, they say, Well, I didn't get this done, or they just did a regular facial on me, or they just, I'm like, Yeah, but I don't want that. I don't want anyone to ever feel like they're just giving their money away to me, and I'm not doing anything to help them. My clients come to me for help to solve a problem. Nine times out of ten, they're not coming to me just because they want to relax. The first time, Eighty five percent of my clients come to me is because they have an issue that they want to fix with their skin. Now when they start to repeat that, then they become the client that's coming to do the self care. And so I make them know that, hey, it's all about you. And another thing that sets me apart, I have a late policy, right? So my late mm-hmm. late policy is if you're five minutes late, you're getting your appointment is canceled. And you and ten <laughs> minutes is canceled, five minutes you have a late fee. So if I'm late going in my client's room, I actually dock myself. I would either add a service to them or I would take $15 off of their um, service. And it's only because the same way I hold them accountable, I hold myself accountable. So that's another thing that, you know, when they come and they say, well, you don't have to. Yes, I do. I have to treat you the way I want you to treat me, and I want you to respect my time just like I respect your time. So that's one of the things that sets me apart. And I get out in the community. I do a lot of things in the community as far as um, helping schools. You know, I be in the schools on them dumb missions. Lord, they be psyching me up, y'all. They be having me in
1: the <laughs> schools doing them dumb missions.
0: And I'm like, Lord. But I love it because a lot of our our kids do not know skin. They only know cosmetology. So... I bring a different light to what you know. I bring a different light to skincare,
1: and they love it. So that, that's
0: what sets me apart. That's what sets me apart.
1: You know, I'm so happy that you just said what you said about the the being late because a lot of times um, we have we may have like a hairstylist on or or somebody like that on, and they talk about you know you know I charge you late fee if you're late or same thing like you said, or they may cancel and still keep your deposit and things like that, I'm glad you said that you as well have to have to pay the consequences when you're late, because that's always something that goes on in my head. Like you go to the salon and, you know, they may have posted on the wall their prices or, you know, the late fee, and I'm saying to myself, well, what happens when they're late? What happens oh, when they no. leave you sitting waiting for 30 minutes or more? You know, what happens? And so I'm so happy that you said that because I think it's only right you do yeah. something.
0: I mean, it's it's fair. It's only fair because, I, I mean, my policy is very strict. And my clients, so when I set the, the standard for my business, I knew I wanted it to be a business. I didn't want to play with mm-hmm. it. I didn't want nobody to come in here treating it, you know, come in there treating me like I was like everybody else. So I grew up, the salons, you go in the salons, you stay all day. I didn't want that. I didn't want that. I didn't want to be my known life. as a salon. I wanted to be known as a spa. So when my clients come in, like I said, majority of my clients are always early. They are always early. And if they're late, even if they call me and tell, you know, hey, I'm running a few minutes late, they already know they have to pay the, deposit, you know, pay, I'm not depositing pay, the late fee. And if I'm late Mm -hmm. going in their room, I'm going to tell them I apologize for being late and I'm going to either add a service or I will take $15. Because the late fee is $15. If they're late, after five minutes, they have to pay an extra $15. So if I'm late going in their room, they already know that it's okay. And I I tell them, I'm like, no, it's not okay. It's not okay for me to be late when you booked an appointment for me to show up on time just like you did. So I'm holding myself accountable because I'm late. And so a lot of them Uh say, well, you don't have to. And I'm like, yes, I do. I absolutely do. Uh Because it's only fair, it's only right. So um, that's one thing, and it shocks all of my clients. You know, if I do that, and I've only done it like a handful of times, but you know, when mm-hmm. I do it, they're
1: like, "What?
0: Yeah, it's only fair." Now, are
1: you <laughs> yeah, Are you the only person me. performing service? Are you the only person performing the services in your new spa?
0: So I'm the only one that does everything. I have a lady that's a yin exactly. um, practitioner, and then I have um, another lady who. She's a cosmetologist, but she does um, skincare. So she does, like, the, um, you know, she does the waxing and uh, simple facials. But, yes, I'm the only one that does everything. But that's for them, too. If they're late going in the room, we're, no, no, mm -mm. we don't play that. (laughs) We don't play that at all. (laughs) Let
1: me ask you. My client has to come in. The
0: only way they'll wait is if their temp is up. If their temperature is up, that's the only time they have to wait. But when they come in the door, we have what four chairs in our waiting room. They don't even sit in them. <laughs> I'm like, well, why you have chairs up there? I'm like, because just it looks pretty, but you all have to
1: sit down. It looks pretty. <laughs> <for the minute. laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you, we you know oh, we really. had an eyelash extension um, person on last week. Do you guys offer eyelash extensions at your spa? Probably <laughs> I'm
0: I'm trying the eyelash extension. Good child, but listen, me. Remember, eyelashes I can't see them things. So, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm trying that I know how to do them, and I with I did it with the intent of offering eyelash extensions. But my facials are like I'm so booked with facials. That I'm mm-hmm. back to back with socials. I don't even have time to do them. But them little yeah. things, mm, mm, I refer that out. I, oh my I, god! I, I outsource that.
1: I, I just had to put myself <laughs> on mute. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I was going to choke from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh through no, so, um, Eyelash extensions is something that you definitely have to have time for if you want to build a clientele. So pretty much if you're going to um, do eyelash extensions, you know, for a while, that might be the only thing you need to do just to kind of build because mm. um, I'm, I'm trained in it as well. And I could never build a clientele because I was always going off to work on a movie out of town or a TV show out of town. And so, it just never happened for me as far as building the clientele and then I was just like, Oh, okay, whatever, it's no big deal. You know, I want this more than I want that. So mm-hmm. um <laughs> But you're right, you have to make you have to make time for it. And you're right, they are small. It's kinda <laughs> it's <pushing. laughs> Oh
0: no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I I got trying to find I tried to start doing it.
1: I'm so, can have <laughs> no, I told you tell you had to, to do it, but, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this because spe- speaking about eyelash extensions, you know, I know people who have been doing eyelash extensions for years, like, I mean, well over 15 years. And, you know, they often complain about just what you just said, you know, their eyesight. You know, and they have to use you know the magnifying uh, things. They, they complain about their eyesight. They complain about back pain from having to bend over all the time doing that. Um, you know, they complain about weight gain because they're sitting all the time. And then, you know, they some of them stay so booked that they never really book themselves a proper lunch break, so they're not getting up taking a proper lunch break, you know, leaving the salon, taking a proper lunch break, coming back. They're not getting much exercise. Again, they're talking about the back pain. So even with doing um, facials and things like that, how do you prepare your body, you know, before you go into work every day? Or do you prepare your body? Because it's, it's a lot. It's a lot sitting there doing facials and, and the same as eyelash extensions. You're still sitting and, you know, with your clientele back to back or even with even if you're doing makeup, like with us doing makeup all the time, we're standing doing that. And with that standing, you're still, depending on the height of the chairs, you're still bending over a little bit. So it's like, how do you prepare your body for your work day?
0: Well, so my body was jacked up before I even started doing beauty stuff. It, it was just already jacked up. Um, so to give you a, I had back issues before. I was young and I had a breast reduction, so my back and my arms already were jacked up, right? So uh, when I started doing makeup, I was like, "Wait a minute, I didn't have to tell my head to stand." So let's just try this again. Um, so I I made sure that na- even now. If I see I have too many people on my book, if I'm going back to back, back to back, I'll purposely put in maybe like a two-hour break in there to give myself time to rest. Um, I don't always eat. Now, that's one thing I don't do. But to prepare my body, um, I had to really invest, and it sounds crazy, because I actually live like an hour away from where my shop is. We just recently moved. So... I really don't have time to do exercise, and this is a disclaimer. I want exercise before I move. I'm just gonna say that, okay? But um, now (laughs) we (laughs) actually—I would—but so I actually we actually invested in a really good bed. So we invested in um, uh, what the Tempur-Pedic bed. That has helped me more than anything. Any exercise, any type of whatever, I make sure I get a really good good night's rest, and that's what helps me keep going. And I know it sounds like I'm like that. So where
1: where your where your spa is located? Is it is it like a strip mall or where's just where's your um, your um, spa located? Like what's around it?
0: Um, we're actually located downtown, like in the historic district of Tuscaloosa, and it's across uh-huh. from the famous park. And it's um, it's actually around the corner from Sixteenth um, Street Baptist Church. Um, not Sixteenth okay. Street Baptist. Not Sixteenth Street Baptist. I just told a lot. girl. That's in Birmingham, Tuscaloosa. That's a in Birmingham, First African, first African, because they kind of look the same. So it's still around the corner from a historic black church, first African. Um, And it's up the hill from our amphitheater. So our location is very, it's a known location, but it's not a well-seen location, if that makes sense. Like people know where downtown is, and when you – You can see it, but if you're not familiar with downtown Tuscaloosa, we can get you there one way or the other because of the landmarks. So it's uh, and then it's close to the university, um, like the back road to the university. Well, with with all of that being
1: said, but with all of that being said, when you take your two-hour break, you can walk in that park across the street.
0: Girl, I can, but guess what I do? I go sit in my car. I know it's crazy, but I I know you
1: do. But I want you to challenge yourself. This, I want you to challenge yourself this week, and I want you mm-hmm. to get out there in that park at least twice a week,
0: girl. Yeah, okay. And start off twice
1: a week. Just just twenty, you know, fifteen, twenty minutes. Fifteen, twenty minutes. Just start with fifteen or twenty minutes. Walk in the park. And even go sit in your car. Go, I want you to also to go get something to eat.
0: That's what I was going to say. So most of the time, I'll try to go get me something to eat. And if I'm, because I don't live in
1: Suspelosa,
0: I try to take time to do stuff that I have to do, you know, while I'm in Suspelosa. But I, yeah, I ain't to walk across that park. I'm going to tell you that now. I'm just, I'm, I'm, my, I hear what you're saying, sweetheart. But um, I don't want to lie on this show. I'm just, I ain't going to lie on these good people's show. i <laughs> tell <There> you. And that go, whoa. To. I just told my husband that I was gonna do that, but oh, we honey, not this week. I'm saying that now. It'll be this week. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in my plan to do it one day. <laughs> it'll be <as laughs> in my plan. <laughs> I'm gonna put, I'm gonna write that down in
1: my plan, girl. I'm gonna do it. Oh <laughs> gosh. <laughs> this is where we go wrong. <clears throat> um, not only as beauty for professionals, but but people who take care of other people. We're in the business of serving other people, helping them to, you know, take care of their skin, take care of their hair, you know, do their makeup, you know, massage, whatever it is. We never take the time for ourselves. And then we're left drained, in pain, um, not eating right, and all these other things. We can't be good for them if we're not even being good to ourselves.
0: And you're, you are so, you're you right, um, and I'm saying it in a joking way, <clears throat> but you're so right. I tell myself that all the time. I really do have to focus on me, because if I ain't no good, I ain't going to be good to nobody else. So you are absolutely right. That is one of my one of my downfalls.
1: I just, oh, I just be skipping it. But you know what? You're not the only one, because... You know, when you're out of habit of doing it, it's so hard to start. It's so hard to get into it. Um, and like my sister was saying, I just, I remember, she was talking about the eyelash extensions. And I remember um, so a few years ago, we had two eyelash extension experts on. We had Dion Phillips, who we just had on last week, and we had Sandy Lomax, who's based here out of Atlanta. Um, we had them both on. And that was one of the things that came up I remember in that conversation and I remember Sandy because I mean I've, I've literally watched Sandy you know it's just one client after the other after the other so all she has enough time to do is clean her space change the sheets on the bed and that kind of thing before she brings in another person to do you know to do eyelashes on them so there is no and when time she did get a, when she her, did the, the lunch break And when she did take a lunch break, it was to go to the Mexican restaurant next door and have chips and salsa.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that sounds about right. (laughs) It it does. But I I have, um, and honestly speaking, though, I do try to eat good. Now, that's what I do do. Now, I I ain't going to eat the best all the time. (laughs) But because I don't like feeling a sluggish feel, so I do try to eat better. Cause I ain't gonna get I'm Just gonna go back to there. But <laughs> taking care of me, I'm trying, y'all. Just work on the pricing. But I try to incorporate things, you know, staying hydrated and things like that, because I know we tend to forget to do that, we tend to forget to drink, you know. And I will say my um, my assistant, the lady that works in there with me, she's really good. She's my accountability. Partner about eating and drinking. If I'm in between clients, she'll make me sit down and drink water or eat something. So I do have. She she's real good about that. She gonna she gonna make sure I got something going on. She she will. But I I do have to start focusing more on all of that because it's easy to get it, get caught up in it. You know, just going from back to back, back to back. But. I ain't, finna, I ain't finna burn myself out like that now. Mm-mm. Them back-to-back days over with. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I ain't gonna do that no more. Because, <laughs> I mean, who, who can make their own schedule and then we'll schedule them a full day? That is just crazy. I had to realize that. Maybe that's the dumbest thing mm-hmm. you'd have never did. You make your own schedule, but you're going to schedule yourself back-to-back with no breaks? So, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that was one of the things I realized last year, like maybe August, September, Somewhere up in there, I was like, "You got to be the smartest person to book yourself all day and not take no break, and it's your own schedule." That's
1: the crazy thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I had, I had the yeah. Tiffany though. I will not do that no more.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's talk quickly about the um, social media. How has social media helped you in your business?
0: Yeah. Listen. <clears throat> so. I be trying to keep up on Instagram. I just don't. I I tried to figure out how Instagram works for me. I just haven't figured it out yet. I know it works, but I have not figured out Instagram. Facebook is really good for me. A lot of my mm-hmm. local clientele comes from that. Uh, but my most of my products come from Instagram. My my clientele, as far as like the spa clients, come from Facebook. So Facebook has been amazing with that. And if I can just work it to my advantage, it'll be even better. Yeah. And Google well, when has also- actually been the same um, so with it comes-
1: people in... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was going to say, when it comes to social media outlets, though, you have to know which one works best for what, for what you're trying to do. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. Yeah. it may be Facebook <laughs> for getting the clients. It may be Instagram for the, you know, for the for the product. So you just kind of have to know what works best for you and what you're trying to do. And, and sometimes, um, sometimes they all, they all don't work for you. You know, you take what works best and just work back. And, you know, and if Instagram is not what works best for you, then so be it. You know, maybe, maybe like, um, some of the people that work with you, maybe they can post to, um, you know, to your Instagram feed or something just to keep it active, just so that people are aware that you guys are out there, you know, just do what works and don't worry about, um, you know, posting every day and posting often and being consistent on it. You just do what you can do because that's just one other thing you have to think about. And if what you're already, if what you're already doing, if that's keeping you busy, then focus on that.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's it though. Like, I it works when I actually work it. I just have to, you know how you you know it's gonna work, but you gotta just figure out that right thing to do. Like Facebook works anytime I get on Facebook because I have my you know people who share whatever, and then on Instagram because I have a lot of a yup now. Instagram is more my younger crowd. They'll come in. I'm like, mm-hmm. how did you find me? They're like, Instagram, I'm okay, they work. And then, you know, my, my working people that are just out, um, just want to Google something, I get them. And then if it's word of mouth, it's more on Facebook. So they all are working for me. I just got to figure out, you know, okay, how to really tweak it to the maximum, you know, to get the maximum output from both of them.
1: But they yeah. were, and I remember when you when you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> I know,
0: I be like, now these people, I know these supposed to be giving this stuff on Instagram, but what they be? What's the secret? stuff? like, what is y'all Because I need to
1: know. Well, one of our listeners, Sharantina Brightness, Brightman, says you're doing perfect with your strategy. Oh, okay, thank you. Oh, she can hear you. I <laughs> appreciate
0: Oh, well, thank you, girl. <laughs>
1: yeah, sometimes, we, sometimes we're sometimes we doing good and we don't even know we because sometimes I think we think it takes so much, you know, and it, it really, I guess, doesn't have to be.
0: And I think that, and you know what, that's part of my problem. I put too much focus on stuff that don't even matter. You know what I think matters really does not matter, and it's really not even important. But um, again, that flyway that, that OCD ish coming out. You know, it's just like okay, well, I know it's not going to be perfect, but I just don't want it to be like trash either. So you know, I just became right. caught, in
1: middle, caught in the middle of that part. <laughs> right. Well, tell us, um, do you have some skincare tips that you can share for women of color with us? Yes. So, A,
0: number one, drink your water. Absolutely drink your water. Water is amazing. Water is life. Even if you do not like drinking water, straight water, find a way to drink it. Put some mint in it, some fruit, some cucumbers. Make it to where you like it. Drink your water. It is life. It is important. To, do not listen to everything you find on YouTube. YouTube is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful strategy. However, they don't be right all the time. <laughs> um, but no. Seriously. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Say that again. Repeat that. Say that
1: again. <laughs>
0: yes, YouTube is a wonderful strategy, but they do not be right all the time. And I just, listen, I'm just a little pebble in this whole big sea of, of everything, but Be wondering how the world you gonna take somebody who ain't never did nothing for nobody's skin and believe what they say and they put on their skin and they got filters on it. That's all I'm be asking. How you listening to these people and they don't do nothing but let people, other people, tell them what to do and give them stuff to put on their face and ain't told them nothing but they giving them a check. That would be bothering me. But I digress. But back to the skincare tips. Make sure make sure that you're using products that work for you, and if you don't know what that is, people, and I do this all the time, they can, you know, ask me a general question, I'll kind of give a, a overview, because one of the things about it, people generalize what is on a package of a, a product and say, well, that's going to work for me. But it's not always what you see on the product and the uses or the, the benefits that is what's The problem We have things that, you know, what we eat Our lifestyles, medication Environment, some of those Things can need to be cleaned up internally Before you use products Topically, so Just learn your skin, go back from Your eating habits, lifestyle Everything, figure that out Then, you know, try to figure out which Product works for you, but basically um, Clean your skin twice a day Use a moisturizer, no matter what type of Skin you have if you have oily skin, please mm-hmm. use a moisturizer. If you have dry skin, use a moisturizer. One misconception that people have about oily skin is they don't put moisturizer on it because it's oily. Right. And that's probably yeah. why it's oily, because you are not putting moisturizer on it. When you do not put moisturizer on your skin, your skin overproduces so oil working. for lack of yes, Yes. So, Make sure you're using um moisturizer, uh, cleanser and moisturizer. You do not have to exfoliate every day, but make sure you are exfoliating at least once or twice a week, maybe even once a month. Um And all these other extra products that you're putting on your face, you probably don't even need them. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a bad piece of mm-hmm. having 17 different products, and they only need the two the moisturizer and the cleanser and because they think it works for somebody else it does not it does not mean it's going to work for you so yeah and i'm that, sorry does
1: that, does that apply for aging skin as well when you said you don't need all those products maybe just two
0: so aging skin is different. It depends on what you're trying to maintain with your aging skin. So a lot of times your right. aging skin trying to correct something you're far gone, you don't need to try to correct it, just maintain it. And there's no no shame to mm-hmm. anybody. But sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. we're we're trying to correct things that took years To get to where Mm -hmm. it is and you're trying to use a product that's going to give you, you know, 30 days. You use it 30 days and you think it's supposed to change. That's not true. So the best thing is to, you know, gradually using these products over time to see what type of change happens. You know, there are products that help minimize wrinkle, wrinkles, you know, but or um, under-eye bags under eyes or dark circles under eyes. And a lot of times that is underlying health issues. It's not necessarily something that you can put on your skin. So that's why mm-hmm. I say, you know, learn your skin, learn what's going on with you before you try to put something on it topically. Right. right.
1: All right. Well, and that's so so true about about damage to your skin because you can have sun damage to your skin from, you know, just being a child and just being out in the sun all the time without without protection. And, and you know, and then now if you go to an esthetician and they're looking at your skin and they see the sun damage, it ain't much you can do to correct that. You just have to do exactly and, what you said, just maintain it. And, oh,
0: yes, and women of color, we need sunscreen, too. We absolutely need sunscreen. Sunscreen for the summer and the winter, contrary to popular belief, yes, because the winter months the air is drier and the cold air is just as damaging to your skin as the sun. So Mm -hmm. you need to protect your
1: skin at all costs. Absolutely. 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 Well, thank you, Cyndra. This has been great. Um, do you have anything else you want to share? Do you want to share your, your website, the name of your spa, so people can um, know where you are and then as well as your social media um, handles?
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you ladies for having me. I had an amazing time talking to you all. And um am sorry that this little country draw came out. I'm sorry. I tried to hold oh, it. Oh, I I love it. I, love it. I love
1: it. I <laughs> love it. I love it.
0: I'm sorry, you know, I be, I be trying to be, you know, on the ones and two sometimes, but then it just don't be, I can't contain myself, but no, seriously, thank you all for reaching out and having me, I really appreciate it, and it's so funny, it's so funny, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this with, with this part, it's so funny, I had just prayed a prayer, and I asked God, I was like, God, how am I, what am I not doing, What what is going on? And I was like, I really wanna get my products out there. I really wanna do focus more on my products and I kid you not, I woke up to your inbox. And I was like, Okay, oh my Lord, God. you be plugging in. Yeah, you be tripping, but I'm gonna hold with you, okay? So I was like, Lord, okay, I thank okay, you. I ain't gonna even complain about it. And when you when you asked was it something I was interested in, I was trying to play hard and trying to I was like, You have to meet all that, you know?
1: <laughs> I was saying, you know? <laughs> Oh my <laughs> I you it, <laughs> so, I'll thank
0: you for being obedient and you know reaching out to me. But the name of my my company is I Make Up Me, um, and I'm that across the board. And as the spelling is the letter I uh, M A K E u-p-m-e um my website is imakeupme.com and you can go and see all of that um you can see the products on there you can see the services that we do everything again i'm on instagram facebook twitter um i'm on tiktok too i'm trying to figure out tiktok too but hey that's holding the store but um yeah and i have (laughs) really enjoyed Welcome to you, ladies. It has been nothing but fun and a pleasure. So I appreciate y'all. Oh, um,
1: thank, thank you great. so much. Again, appreciate you as well um, for being here. So keep us posted as to what you're doing and how things are going with you, and we'll definitely have you back on um, in the future.
0: Please do. And ready. also –
1: If if you have time tonight, you can join us on Twitter Spaces. If not, we can catch you some other time, but we will be hanging out for about a half hour on Twitter Spaces, just kind of recapping the show and having a little uh, beauty chat. Okay.
0: Well, thank you, ladies, so much. I really appreciate it. And to the listeners, thank you, ladies and gentlemen and whoever else. Chimed in and logged on. Well, thank y'all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you. are <laughs> hilarious. Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Again, we'll be on Twitter Spaces in about two or three minutes. Um, but have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. And you can follow us at beauty underscore talk on Twitter.